What is up, my love? Welcome to the Love Stands Here podcast. I'm your host, Megan Brianna from lovestandshere.com, and I'm a life coach, a certified eating psychology coach, but most of all, I'm just a girl who really loves Jesus and has spent a lot of time learning how to not only discover my worth through him, but also how to cultivate the characteristics that we're called into in order to live a healthy and purposeful life of love and service. My friend, living in the world can be really tough, and all too often we're taught beliefs and given messages by a broken society that make us feel like we're never enough and our worth is only skin deep. But I'm here to share some good news. Your worth is not in the world, but in God's beautiful word. So if you're looking for encouragement to live and love better, you're in the right place. Make sure to rate, subscribe, and share with your friends if you feel called, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Love ya. Happy Monday! It's almost Easter, and that makes me so happy because Jesus. Um, <laughs> so it is currently the Sunday before I'm dropping this episode, which is crazy, and I was a little stressed about it, but last week was just a little heavy for me, and I'm sitting in a park and ride right now recording this, and there are cars going by, and I really hope that you can't hear them. <laughs> but... Yeah, last week there was just a, I don't know, because my direction in life, I feel like I'm finally walking in God's will for the first time in my life. I feel like I'm actually headed in the right direction. And while that is a beautiful thing, of course, it's going to come with some challenges. And I mean, talking about the word of God and telling people about Jesus is never going to be easy, but it's the most important thing in the world to me because it's what saved my life. And it's what transformed me from miserable to being able to live in joy and peace and gratitude um, in spite of my circumstances and my environment. So of course I'm going to share because why would I not want to share something so transforming with people that just would feel selfish to me, you know? So as hard as it is, I'm always going to keep sharing Jesus. You can look forward to that. (laughs) But yeah, last week was a lot, a lot of emotional and mental stimulation. And after starting my account on TikTok, uh, I've been posting a lot of videos about relationships lately, and they've been getting a lot of engagement. Obviously, all of it is is giving me good ideas for what to talk about, like what people need to hear about. But there's just been several different things, and I wasn't sure what I wanted to talk about this week. But everything seems to be pointing towards the topic of singleness, including the fact that my one of my pastors preached on singleness this morning in church. So while I was going to record this episode yesterday, when I found out that the sermon was going to be on singleness this morning, I wanted to wait. And I'm so glad that I did because... My pastor preached such a good word, and there were so many gold nuggets in it, and I'm just so excited to share. So I want to talk about singleness and the way that we struggle with it, because it really does seem to be such a struggle when we have on our hearts, we have a desire in our heart to have a family, to be married and to have a family. And I know this as well as the next person that's single who desires to have a family. The season of waiting is really, really hard. But I also know outside of a relationship with Jesus, you know, when you're doing it yourself and you end up in all kinds of toxic relationships, 
that's harder. I just have to say that is so much harder. And I think we often sacrifice our mental and emotional and spiritual health for the sake of having a partner Because number one, that is what the world teaches us we should have. And number two, the desire in our heart. I mean, it's natural for us to want a companion. And the desire in our heart is so strong, it just overwhelms us. And we try to control it into our lives on our own. But outside of a relationship with Jesus, we often do it in a way that isn't healthy. And we end up with people that aren't meant for us. And while, like I said, that is true, when you are living outside of a relationship with Jesus, I'm noticing that there are still a lot of people that are also struggling in the waiting and feeling very frustrated and lonely and unhappy and not being able to experience the fruits of the Spirit, even as a Christian. And something I've noticed coming from a life without Jesus to a life with Jesus is that there's a gap between our mental and emotional health and our our spiritual health and our walk with God. And, you know, we talk a lot about the before Jesus and the after Jesus, but we don't talk a lot about the process and the things that we are responsible for to have a healthy relationship with Jesus and a healthy relationship with other people in the world, even if we're not of the world. Because while once we invite Jesus into our lives and we have faith that he is real, that is where our salvation is. Our salvation comes from our faith in Jesus. It is not by works, it's by faith alone. However, in order to have a healthy life while we're still in this world, we still have to take responsibility for partnering with the Holy Spirit. It's not our works that get us into heaven. There is responsibility and we do have to hold ourselves accountable for partnering with the Holy Spirit so we can bear the fruits of the Spirit, which is what helps us to be healthy while we're still on this earth. And it's what helps us get to a place where we can be healthy enough to reach out to other people and to make disciples of other people. Because if we're unhealthy, If we are unhealthy because of what our circumstances, our um, experiences, our traumas, the world has done to us, it's going to be very, very hard for us to understand how to receive the love of God and therefore very, very hard for us to understand how to give that to other people. So we still have a responsibility to do some work by partnering with the Holy Spirit. And in order to do that, we have to listen more. We have to spend more time with God. So as Christians, we can't just let believing in God be enough. Yes, our faith is important, but strengthening our faith through partnering with the Holy Spirit and getting healthier so we can bear those fruits of the Spirit, which obviously are important, otherwise they wouldn't be in the Bible. That is how we get healthy, and that is the part that I feel like isn't talked about enough, that process of sanctification. Because it is through that process of sanctification that we become more and more aware that our responsibility is to God and to be representatives of the kingdom and to do God's work. And it's just tying that back to all of the comments that I've seen on my videos about being single and the struggles that we have being single and how it makes us miserable and we feel so discouraged. 
And believe me, I get it because I've been there. I was there, you know, my whole life. I was just talking to my mom about this this morning. I just, before I knew Jesus, I was always trying to be in a relationship. And I just chalked it up to, well, I'm just a person that needs to be in a relationship. That's just who I am. And that was my codependency talking. And it wasn't until I started walking with Jesus that I started to learn that that wasn't true. And it's been three years since I was saved. And it hasn't been until the beginning of this year that I actually started to feel for the first time like my singleness is a gift. So all of the comments about being discouraged and frustrated in the waiting in our season of singleness, I totally wholeheartedly get that. I feel every single one of those comments, but it also reminds me that a lot of us aren't really guided well in the process of sanctification to where we can get to a point where Jesus is our main priority. And it's like, well, you know, I feel like I have the desire in my heart to have a family, to have a marriage, but also if that is not God's will, then I will be okay with that too. That is the point that I'm getting to. And I believe that's a point that all of us can get to if we're really working on our relationships with God and we're putting that first, which is what we're called to do anyway. You know, the greatest two commandments in the Bible are love God and love your neighbor. It's not worry about getting married and then love God. So focus on loving God and focus on loving your neighbor. And if you do that, if a marriage is meant to be a part of that journey for you, God will bring that into your life. But if it's not, if you keep focusing on God, he's going to show you what is meant for your life if it's not a marriage. But focusing on God. I've been saying this at the end of all of my videos. Keep focusing on God. Keep focusing on God. We have to stop focusing on our own desires. We have to learn as hard as it is. I know it's so hard. But all I can, I have this image of my head of literally holding. Each one of our desires that we have is in a box. And we're holding all of these boxes. And we give them all to God. And God just lovingly throwing out all of the boxes that aren't from him, that are from the world, that have been created by the images that we see from the world or the experiences that we've had, and giving us back the desires that are actually from him. That is what surrender looks like to me. And it's in that surrender that we find our best, most blessed life on this earth. So, so far surrender and truly making God your focus, your number one focus in life is how we're going to start feeling less miserable about being single. And also talking psychologically because I have a background in psychology and I think it's really important to bridge that gap between mental health and emotional health and spirituality. We have to know that we can actually change the neurological pathways in our brains and a lot of life is about how you perceive it and how you're looking at it. And if you're constantly looking at it from a place of lack and negativity, that's all you're ever going to see. But if you start to change your 
mentality and you start to try to see it from a place of abundance and gratitude, that's when you're really going to start to see things shift. You know, when I was going through my depression after my last toxic relationship ended and my entire life was turned upside down and I didn't want to be here, that first six months was the hardest, darkest period of my life. I started focusing on gratitude and I made sure that when I was journaling every day, I was writing at the very end all of the things that I was grateful for, even if they were small things. I mean, the breath in my lungs, of course, is not a small thing, but things that we take for granted every day, being able to tie our shoes, being able to see the sun, being able to eat, having a roof over our heads, you know, the little things we have to start being grateful for every day and start focusing on that over what we don't have. And what if we do the same thing with singleness? What if instead of continuing to be discouraged about it and considering it a burden, we focus on it as a gift because that's what it is. And that's what my pastor was talking about this morning. Um, The passages of scripture that he was referring to in his message were 1 Corinthians 7, 8 through 9 and 1 Corinthians 7, 32 through 35. And one of the first things I took note of is he said, as long as you have singleness, it's a gift from God. Just as when you're married, it will be a gift. All is a gift of God's grace to us. We have to remember that everything that comes from God is a gift. And I, there were a few comments on one of my videos that, you know, people were just so discouraged and they were saying things like, why is God doing this to me? Why, why am I so miserable? Why is God punishing me? And anytime you feel punishment or discouragement, that is not from God, that's from the enemy. We have to remember that spiritual warfare is very much a thing. So that discouragement and that frustration and that feeling of punishment, that's not from God, that's from the enemy. Because everything that God gives us is a gift, Even if it doesn't feel like a gift at the time it first happens, everything he gives us is to sanctify us and to help us be better and to live more with love and to get closer to him. It's all a gift, no matter how difficult it is. Another thing that my pastor talked about was, you know, a big question that so many of us have, why would God give us singleness when we long to be in a relationship? And this is referring to... 1 Corinthians 7, 32 through 35, you know, we want to use this time to fully dig into our relationship with the Lord. That truly is a gift. We have all of this time to dig into our relationship with the Lord. He hasn't given us this gift of singleness to restrain us or to be cruel, but to promote good order and to secure our undivided attention to the Lord. And that's what I'm experiencing. Yeah, I've been single, but how all of the healing that I've been able to do in my singleness and focusing on God. And I know in my past, when I was single, I was focusing on not being single. And that's when I continued to spiral down the same dark paths that I had experienced before. You know, when we continue to focus on the same thing, over and over and over again, and we refuse to focus on something better, of course, we're going to continue to go down the same route. And of course, we're going to continue to struggle mentally and emotionally with the same thing. So it's not about 
being single and desiring a marriage and focusing on no longer being single so you can have a marriage. It's being single and focusing on God so you can be better and learn more what God wants for your life. So this is what I wrote from all of it, just to kind of sum everything up. My perspective on it from what I've learned in my relationship with God and from what I've learned from Paul and in scripture and just tied to what my pastor said this morning. What all of this tells me is that if you're single, but you have the desire on your heart to be married, God is first giving you the gift of being able to get closer to him so you can have a blessed marriage when it does come. And also, when you do devote yourselves fully to God, it will help you discern whether marriage is actually for you. I know it's hard to surrender, to think about letting go of wanting a marriage, but the truth is you're not actually letting go of the desire. You're letting go of the anxiety and fear and burden that comes with trying to control it into your life on your own. Surrendering this to God is not the same as giving up. If that desire on your heart is truly from God, it's not going to go away. Giving it all to God allows him to take it and sift through it, like I was talking about the images, the image with the boxes, and give you back what is truly from him and throw out what is from the world that you might not realize is causing you pain and keeping you from truly walking in his will. So just a little bit about singleness. I hope that encourages you today. You know, I hope that you get something out of this that we really need to focus more on God. We also need to focus on shifting our mindset from lack to abundance and from discouragement to gratitude. And we have to start seeing our singleness as a gift. And as hard as it is, we also have to understand that a lot of the time, the messages that we're receiving that we're supposed to think a certain way and we're supposed to have a certain thing, those messages are from the world. And that discouragement is from the enemy. That's not from God. So focus on God. I love you so much and I am in this with you and God is definitely in this with you. And he wants your joy and he wants your peace in life. He doesn't want you to suffer with anxiety about whether you're gonna be in a marriage or not. I promise you that. That's all for today. Thank you, as always, for listening. And hey, if you don't mind, would you do me a favor and rate, review, and share this message with somebody if you feel like it hit home so we can get these messages out to more people? And also, you can go over to lovestandshere.com if you want to check out my blog posts. And also, if you would like to contact me, if you have any questions or comments or you would like to be a guest on the podcast, you can head on over there. You can also follow me at love underscore stands underscore here on Instagram. I hope you have a great week. I love you and I will talk to you next week. Bye.